point number seven, as occurs on page 110 of the uh, official two-volume edition, point number seven, the saying of the author, Rahimahullah, وَأَلَمْ أَنَّ الْخُرُوجَ عَنِ الطَّرِيقِ عَلَى وَجْهَيْنِ أَمَّا أَحَدُهُمَا فَرَجُلٌ قَدْ زَلَّ عَنِ الطَّرِيقِ وَهُوَ لَا يُرِيدُ إِلَّا الْخَيْرِ فَلَا يُقْتَدَى بِزَلَّتِهِ فَإِنَّهُ هَالِكٌ ورجل عاند الحق وخالف من كان قبله من المتقين فهو ضال مضل شيطان مريد شيطان مريد في هذه الأمة حقيق على من عرفه أن يحذر أن يحذر الناس منه ويبين ويبين للناس قصته لئلا يقع في بدعته أحد فيهلك حسين أبي إمام Abu Muhammad al-Barbahari, rahimahullah, and know that departing from the correct path occurs in one of two ways. As for one of them, then it is that a man strays from the correct path, intending nothing but good, intending nothing but good. So he is not to be followed upon his error because he is heading towards destruction and meaning secondly and a man who deliberately opposes the truth and acts contrary to the pious ones who came before him then he is astray leading others astray he is a rebellious devil within this nation it is a duty upon those who are aware of him to warn the people against him and to explain his condition to them so that no one falls into his innovation and is destroyed. Shaykh Fawzan, Hafizullah, he said in explanation, Shaykh, Rahimahullah, obviously referring to the author, Imam al-Barbahari, Rahimahullah, the Shaykh, Rahimahullah, having explained in the preceding speech the correct path which it is obligatory upon the Muslim to proceed upon in his aqidah, his creed and belief, and in his religion. He then mentioned, he, he then mentioned that one who departs from this path will be one of two men. He's made clear what is the correct path now. Now he's, now he's making the point of those who stray away from this correct path. There'll be only one of two cases, one of two kinds of men. The first man is one who departs from it not doing so deliberately, rather intending good. However, he follows a path other than the path of good. And ijtihad, personal deduction, will not be sufficient. even if the person's intention was righteous and his intent was good but along with that he must be upon the correct path it's not enough that he can say he's upon error he's erred and he says but my intention is good as if that justifies the, whole, the, the affair the sheikh said no okay his intention is good that is not sufficient 
Rather, he must be upon the correct path. This person is counted as being one who has, has erred with a good intention, but he's gone into innovation. He's counted as one who has erred. And whoever agrees with him upon that and proceeds with him upon error, and he knows that it is error, then he is destroyed. Because this is a path leading to destruction. Even though the person, the original person, did not intend to depart from it. Rather, he was only seeking after good. I mean, that doesn't change the fact that it's a path to destruction. Sheikh said, and this is the condition of many of those people who introduce new ideas from themselves in the matter of knowledge of aqidah, creed and belief. So this is a matter which is not permissible and they are not to be followed upon it. And the person is not upon correctness. And Allah, the Majestic and Most High, says, وَأَنَّ هَذَا صِرَاطِي مُسْتَقِيمًا فَاتَّبِعُوهُ وَلَا تَأْتَبِعُوا السُّبُلَ فَتَفَرَّقَ بِكُمْ أَنْ سَبِيلِهِ Surah Al-An'am, the sixth surah, ayah 153. With the explanation, And this is my straight path, so follow it. And do not follow the divergent paths, which will separate you away from his path, from Allah's path. Sheikh said, So whichever path will take us away from the straight path, then we reject it. Even if the person upon it is intending good. And his intention is good. Then still we do not follow him upon that. And he, if he continues upon his error, he will go on to destruction. Because whoever leaves the correct path on his journey and takes a, takes a path leading to ruin, then he will be destroyed. He will be destroyed. So there, Sheikh Fawzan has finished discussion of the first man, the first person who leaves the path, not intending to do so. He's got a good intention, but he errs from the correct path, strays away from the correct path. Just a small side point here, in addition to what occurs here, from Sheikh, Sheikh Ahmad al-Najmi, he said just with regard to this wording, فَإِنَّهُ هَالِكْ And this person who intended good, but strayed away from the, the truth, strayed away from the true path, strayed into innovation, with regard to the phrase, فَإِنَّهُ هَالِكْ Then literally he is destroyed. Sheikh Ahmad al-Najmi, he said, I say, if the author, rahimahullah, had restricted this wording, I mean, it would have been uh, more appropriate maybe, or slightly better, if he had restricted this wording slightly, and the judgment concerning it, such that he had said, فَإِنَّهُ هَالِكٌ إِنْ مَا تَوَلَمْ يَتُبْ 
It would be better, it would be clearer if he had, if he had phrased this, he is destroyed if he, do, if he dies upon it and does not repent. In that innovation that he strayed into, intending good, if he continues upon it, does not repent, and dies upon that innovation, then he is destroyed. So Sheikh is making the point that, I mean, that's, it would be better if it was worded that way. And the Sheikh said, and I say also, that intending good will not benefit a person. That he just intends what is good, but he does not adhere to the straight path which came from Allah. And then the Sheikh mentioned the long incident, the long story of those people who were counting the stones. The report reported by Ad-Darimi in his Sunan, the narration concerning Abdullah ibn Mas'ud, radiallahu an, those circles in the masjid, the people counting the stones. And when they were criticized by Abdullah ibn Mas'ud, radiallahu an, that they made their excuse and they said, By Allah, O Abu Abdurrahman, we only intended good. That was the excuse. They'd, they'd done this innovation. They're doing dhikr, which is legislated, but they're doing it in an innovative manner. So when they excused themselves, they said, By Allah, O Abu Abdurrahman, we only intended good. So then Ibn Mas'ud radiallahu an responded to them. And how many people intend good but do not attain it? How many, how many people intend good but never actually attain it? So the Shaykh mentioned that as evidence for that point. <clears throat> Back to the uh, explanation of Shaykh al-Fawzan, Hafizullah, he met, then moves on to discuss the second type of person who leaves the, the path of truth. He said, as for the second man, then he is the one who exits deliberately. So he is aware of the truth. And he knows that what he has gone out to is batil, false and futile. However, he deliberately exits from the truth with the intent of misleading the people. So the first person, the first person mentioned, his intention was to rectify the people. However, he did not proceed upon the correct path. Whereas the second person, the one being discussed here now, whereas the second person, his intention is to mislead the people, to misguide the people, and to turn them away from the correct path. So this one is a shaitan, this one is a devil. Because the devils take the people away from the straight path. And Shaykh Fazan quotes an evidence for that. He said, Iblis said to his Lord, the mighty and majestic, Surah Al-A'raf, the seventh surah, I-16, with the explanation that Iblis said, addressing Allah the Most High, I shall lie in wait for them and lead them astray from your straight path. Sheikh Fawzan said he meant that he would turn them away from it towards the deviant paths. And the Prophet struck an example for this when he drew a straight line 
and he drew around it other lines. And he said with regard to the straight path, this is the path of Allah. This is Allah's path. And he said to the other paths, or he said with regard to the other paths, وَهَذِهِ سُبُلْ عَلَى كُلِّ سَبِيلٍ مِنْهَا شَيْطَانٍ يَدْعُ النَّاسَ إِلَيْهَا That the Prophet ﷺ, he mentioned the long straight path in the middle. This is Allah's path. And he said with regard to the other paths at the side. And these are the other paths. Upon every path from them, there is a devil calling the people to it. In a footnote, they give a long footnote here, referencing this narration as being reported by Tayalisi in his Musnad, Imam, Imam Ahmad in his Musnad, Sa'id bin Mansur in his Sunan Ad-Darimi, and Nasai in his Sunan Al-Kubra, and a lot of others besides, a number of other references besides. All of, all of them, they say, as a narration of Abdullah ibn Mas'ud. And it was declared authentic by Ibn Hibban and Al-Hakim, agreed to by Al-Zahabi, and declared Sahih, authentic by others from the people of knowledge. And in addition, Shaykh al-Albani, in his Shaykh al-Mishka, he declared this narration to have a Hassan, a good chain of narration. Then Shaykh Fazan said, commenting upon this, this is a clear illustration. And what the Shaykh mentioned here, what, I mean, what Imam al-Barbahari mentioned in this part of the, his text, what the Shaykh mentioned here, is consistent with it. Since the person who takes the people away from the straight path, taking them to new and innovative paths, does not want good for them. How can he want good for them? He's taking them away from the straight path <coughs> to these different paths. There's no way that he can be wanting good for them. Rather, he wants for them destruction. And he is a devil, a shaitan. Whether he be from the devils of the jinn or from the devils of mankind. So it is upon us to beware of this even more than we are wary of the first one. I mean, the second type of the person here, the one who knows the truth, deliberately chooses a path other than the truth and calls the people to it away from the straight path. We should be aware of him, even more than we beware. Even more than we beware of the first person, the one who intended good, but strayed from it, unwittingly. We should be aware of this one, the second one, the one who does it deliberately. He knows the truth, takes a different path, calls people to it. We should be aware of this one even more than we are wary of the first one, because this one deliberately tries to to misguide the people. Then Shaykh Fawzan moves on. He said, he's saying, So he is astray, leading others astray. He is a rebellious devil. Shaykh Fawzan said, he is dalun, he is misguided himself. Mudillun, misguiding other people. And he is a rebellious, defiant devil he wants to turn the people away from the straight path 
he said, his saying, حَقِيقٌ عَلَى مَنْ عَرَفَهُ أَنْ يُحَذِّرَ النَّاسَ مِنْهُ وَيُبَيِّنَ لِلنَّاسِ قِصَّتَهُ لِأَلَّا يَقَعَ فِي بِدْعَتِهِ أَحَدٌ فَيَهْلِكُ It is a duty upon whoever knows of him that he should warn the people against him and make clear his condition to the people so that no one falls into his innovation and is destroyed. Sheikh Fawzan said, This person who has departed from the truth deliberately, it is not permissible to remain silent about him. Rather, it is obligatory to disclose his affair and to expose his shameful state so that the people can be aware of him. And it should not be said. And then Sheikh, Sheikh Fawzan quotes many sayings these days which, he, which are used in defense of people, upon fault, people upon falsehood or people upon even innovation. Statements <coughs> used in defense. The Sheikh said, and it should not be said. The people are free to have their own opinions. The people should have freedom of speech. Or there should be respect for the opinion, opinions of others. Sheikh Fawzan said, as they constantly, as they constantly say these days, these, these sayings that you hear, with regard to respecting the other person's opinion. In these type of matters here, someone's upon deviation, calling others to the deviation, knows the truth and chooses a different way, then they bring these types of phrases in defense of him. Leave him alone, as the Sheikh said. They say the people are free to have their, their own opinions. People have freedom of speech. We should have respect for other people's opinions. As I said, as they constantly say these days, with regard to respecting the opinion of others. So the matter is not a question of opinions. The matter is a question of ittiba' following the truth. So for us, Allah has laid down and described a clear path. And he has told us to proceed upon it. When he said, وَأَنَّ هَذَا سِرَاطِي مُسْتَقِيمًا فَاتَّبِئُوهُ Same ayah from Surah Al-An'am, the sixth surah. Ayah 153, with the explanation, And this is my straight path, so follow it. Do ittiba' of it, follow it. So that's what's upon us, that's what we're commanded with, follow, following the straight path. Sheikh said, so whichever person comes to us and wants us to depart from this path, then firstly, we reject his saying. First thing we do when somebody comes to us ask, uh, wanting us to do that, to leave that path, first thing we do is we, re we reject his saying. And secondly, we make the affair, we make his affair clear and we warn the people against him. And it is not allowable for us to remain silent about him. And that's that person who came to us with this idea, it's not permissible that we keep quiet, we reject him and then we let him carry on and go to somebody else and somebody else and somebody else from this nation with the same idea. No, not permissible for us to remain silent against, uh, with regard to this person, the like of this person. Because if we remain silent about him, then the people will be fooled by him. 
especially if he is a person of eloquence, one who can speak well, one who is able to speak and to write well, and a person of culture, then the people will be fooled by him. And they will say, this is a qualified person. This person is from the thinkers. As occurs at present. In t- today, when people speak with falsehood, but they speak very eloquently, that's what the type of thing people say. But he's a very qualified, very competent speaker. He's one of the thinkers, and the like. As I said, as occurs at present. So the matter is very dangerous. And this shows that it is obligatory to refute the one who opposes. Opposite to what those people say, who say, leave off rudud, leave off refutations. Leave the people. Let everyone have his own opinion. And, have his, and respect him. Have his own respect. And have freedom of thought. And the freedom to speak. Sheikh Fawzan answers this and says, in this way the nation will be destroyed. And if we let if we allowed that, that will be if we allow this person of deviation to speak, because of these claims that they say, leave the people. Just don't 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 refute them. Don't do any don't do any refutation of these people. Let everyone have his own opinion. Should, everyone's opinion should be respected. Everyone can have freedom of thought, freedom to speak. Sheikh said, in this way this nation will be destroyed. The Salaf, the predecessors, were not silent about the like of those people. Rather, they exposed them and refuted them because they knew of their danger to this nation. So we have no scope for remaining silent about their evil. Rather, we must make clear that which Allah sent down. Otherwise, we will be people hiding the truth from those about whom Allah has said, إِنَّ الَّذِينَ يَكْتُمُونَ مَا أَنزَلْنَا إِنَّ الَّذِينَ يَكْتُمُونَ مَا أَنزَلْنَا مِنَ الْبَيِّنَاتِ وَالْهُدَىٰ مِنْ بَعْدِ مَا بَيَّنَّاهُ لِلنَّاسِ فِي الْكِتَابِ أُولَٰئِكَ يَلْأَنُهُمُ اللَّهِ أُولَٰئِكَ يَلْأَنُهُمُ اللَّهِ وَيَلْأَنُهُمُ اللَّاحِنُونَ Surah Al-Baqarah, the second surah, I 159. With the explanation, those who conceal that which Allah sent down from the clear signs and the guidance, after we have made it clear to the people in the book, those people, Allah curses them, and those who curse, curse them. Sheikh Fawzan said. So the affair is not restricted to the Mubtadi. It's not restricted just to the innovator. We can't just say, okay, he's upon innovation, leave him alone. Okay, he's with his innovation. The affair is not restricted to the innovator. Rather, the matter involves those who remain silent about him. Because blame and punishment includes him as well. It includes the innovator himself and it includes the one who knows about him and is silent about him. Because what is obligatory is to clarify and clearly explain to the people 
This is the role of the rudud. This is the role of the knowledge-based refutations, which are to be found plentifully in Islamic bookshops today. That's something that we hear as well from people who are supposed to be people of the Sunnah, speaking against refutations. That why, why, does, why, is it, why do the scholars write so many refutations? Why does Sheikh such and such, why is he always refuting people? So the Sheikh is making very clear the affair here. This is why. This is indeed the role, this duty here. So that the, the blame, the blame and any punishment is upon the innovator. Likewise it will be upon the one who stays silent about him and he knows about him and he stays silent. He hides the truth with regard to him. He hides his condition. The Sheikh says, so this is the role of the knowledge-based refutations which are to be found plentifully in the Islamic bookshops today. All of them defending the straight path and warning against those people. So no one promotes these ideas. The idea of the freedom to hold any opinion or the freedom to speak, freedom of speech and respecting others. No one promotes these ideas except for one who strives to misguide and who conceals the truth. <coughs> In the matter of innovation and the likelihood of some misguidance, misguidance being called to, and someone defends it by saying, no, leave him alone. People should have freedom of opinion, freedom to express their own opinion, freedom of so, so forth. Those who use the like of that to defend this person of innovation, as the Sheikh said, no one will do so except for one who strives to misguide and who conceals the truth. Sheikh said, so we, our intention is the truth. We do not just intend to defame the people in the refutations, when the people of knowledge, when they write refutations of so-and-so, refutation of him, refutation of him, refutation of the evil of so-and-so. Sheikh said, we intend the truth. What we do, when we're doing that, what we intend, we intend the truth. We do not intend just to defame people or just to speak against the people. The intent is to make the truth clear. And this is an amana. This is a trust and responsibility which Allah has placed upon the scholars. So it is not permissible to remain silent about the like of those people. However, unfortunately, when a scholar comes and refutes the like of those people, then they say, oh, he's just one who's speaking in haste to the rest of these evil whisperings. And when they find a scholar of the Sunnah refuting the people of innovation, they start to speak against that scholar. So he's, he just rushes to speak. He's very hasty or he's very rash or he's very harsh or so, so on and so forth to the rest of the evil whisperings that they say about the Sheikh. So the Sheikh said, when the Sheikh refutes the like of them, then these people, they say, he's just speaking in haste to the rest of the evil whisperings. So such a person should not betray the people of knowledge for their clarifying the evil of the callers to misguidance to the people. He should not betray and let them down. You shouldn't do that. No one should do that. And that's where Sheikh Fazan ends explanation of this particular point. 
And just before finishing, <coughs> just two additions here from two other explainers. Firstly, Sheikh Ahmed al-Najmi, rahimahullah, again, and he said on this same point, on the point of refuting the people of innovation, he said, what is obligatory upon everyone who knows the truth is that he should aid it. Obviously, not like some people say, the person upon the sunnah and say, well, I don't want to get involved in these affairs, I'll just stay at the side here. And, you know, people, the, the scholars are refuting the people of innovation, I don't want to get involved, I just want to you know, take a back seat and as if, as if he's not with the scholars, not, with the, not upon the sun, or not upon the truth himself. Just want to take you know, a tennis match, this side and that side. So Sheikh Ahmad, rahimahullah, he said, what is obligatory upon everyone who is aware of the truth is that he should aid it. And he continued after some speech, he said, and whoever claims that refuting the people of innovation splits up this nation, causes splits in this nation and it disunites this nation then he is dhalun he is misguided also because he wants this nation to unite upon falsehood and this is a matter which Islam does not consent to and this one who defends the people of innovation says that the people, of, the people of knowledge should not refute them, should leave them alone because they're just splitting up this ummah. It just causes splits in the ummah when we refute the people of innovation. And Shaykh said, a person who says the like of this, he has misguided himself because he actually wants then, what he wants in reality is that this nation should, what, should be united upon what? United upon, mis, upon batil, falsehood. And this is something which Islam does not consent to. And secondly, from the taped explanation of Sheikh Saleh al-Suhaymi, a slightly longer quote, a longer quote here, <coughs> that Sheikh Saleh ibn Sa'ad al-Suhaymi, hafizahullah, he said with regard to this point, that the people who depart from the truth and go into innovation are one of two people. One who does so not intending it, unintentionally he goes into innovation. And the second one, the person who deliberately goes into innovation. And Shaykh al-Suhaymi, he said, Yes, this is a precise categorization from the Shaykh, rahimahullah. The innovators are indeed of two categories. He said, because the Shaykh, the author here, as you know, throughout this whole book, his focus is upon the innovators. And from them there is a category who actually want the truth. They desire the truth. But he does not attain it. Just like the, the people of dhikr, who we mentioned a short while ago. Again, the same incident of those people in the masjid who are doing an innovated form of dhikr, which Abdullah Mas'ud criticized. The same story. Intending good, as they said. We in, intending good. So the Sheikh said, indeed, there's this category. The first, those who just intend good. They're upon innovation, but their intention is just to be upon good. Those, we, the Sheikh said, companions of, of dhikr, remembrance, who we mentioned a short while ago. Those to whom Ibn Mas'ud said, or they said to Ibn Mas'ud, ma aradna illa al-haq, we only intend the truth. However, 
how many people there are who intend the truth but do not attain it. The Sheikh said, whoever intends the truth, he should seek it from its correct place. And the truth does not come about through venerating individuals, nor through flashy words, nor by having a majority. It only comes about through ittiba, following the truth, following the first generations, the generations of the companions and the tabi'een, and proceeding upon their methodology. So the like of this person, I mean the first person, he strays into innovation, but he only intends the truth. The like of this person is destroyed if he does not come back, if he doesn't return, and seek the, tr seek the truth with its proof from its correct place. However, his danger is less than the danger of the second category of the people. And perhaps his harm will be restricted to himself, meaning the one who intends the truth, but he seeks it not from the correct, not in the correct way. So he he slips and innovates, and falls into innovation. And the judgment upon him will be in the light of how severe his innovations are. It may be sagira of the level something less or it may be something major like a major a kabira or it may be something which takes him out of Islam in accordance with the level of what the innovation is that he falls into a lesser, lesser major or something that takes him out of Islam altogether but, but his danger will be less and your advising him should be between you and him I mean how do we deal with a person like that your advising him should be between, between you and him. If you know that he is not a caller to innovation and that he does not propagate innovation, then you should go to, you, you come to him privately and you make clear to him the correct path so that he can follow it. You make, make clear to him the methodology, the manhaj of the Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah and you don't make his affair open you don't mention him upon the mimbars. You don't mention him as being a person with criticism. Rather, you direct him and make, give him sincere advice. So if this type of person, if this is how he is, then maybe one day, by the permission of Allah, he will turn back. And even if he stays upon his innovation, then he does not represent a great danger to the people, the rest of the people. I mean, he doesn't call to this innovation. However, what's obligatory is that you strive to give him advice and clarify and give him correct, constructive direction. As for the second category of people, I mean, the one who leaves the truth deliberately, as for the second category, those who are obstinate, those who do so deliberately with pride, they com commit innovation obstinately, deliberately. The more you forbid him, the more he increases in his error until he becomes a caller to innovation. Therefore the Salaf, they used to refute, or they used to reject, the Sheikh said, the narrations of who? They used to reject the narrations of a, a, an innovator who was a caller to innovation. They would reject his innovation. His, they would reject his narrations and not accept them.
rather they would reject them and warn against him and against his innovation. So the like of this person, you must make his affair clear. You can't cover him up and hide it. No, this one, the one who's a caller to innovation, you must make his affair clear and warn against him. And if he has written a book, he is refuted with a book. If he has a tape, he is refuted with a tape. If he gives addresses, speeches, he is refuted in speeches. And the people are warned against his evil. And the Sheikh went on to mention further examples in that regard. This is not backbiting. This is, since this is correct. This is one of the examples that Imam Nawi in his book of Al-Salihin mentioned are an exception. This is a case where it's obligatory to speak against that person. Isn't it? And it cannot be said, this is backbiting, this is forbidden. That is not the case. It's obligatory to speak against the like of this one. The innovator who's calling to innovation. Then, after some speech, the Sheikh said, finishing, so this second type, who is indicated by the author here, his, he is the most dangerous of people for this nation. Therefore, it is obligatory to warn the people against him and to draw attention to their evil and to warn the nation against their evil. Allahu ala Muhammad. Subhanakallahumma bihamdik. Ashhadu an la ilaha illa anta. Astaghfiruka wa atubu ilaik.